our voice. Our future. Join us as we explore the real power of Youth Rising. Youth Rising. The Youth Rising podcast by NCS. Hey, I'm Eleanor Legister and welcome to Youth Rising by NCS. This is a podcast for young people by young people. In this podcast, you're going to hear youth-driven stories from right across England about the issues that matter to young people right now. They thought we wouldn't be able to continue, but here we are bringing you new content from the UK's COVID-19 lockdown. Yep, that's right. Where there's a will, there is a way. And here at NCS, there was certainly a will. So we found a way. This episode was made completely remotely with no travel involved and strictly adhering to the lockdown rules. Thankfully, this podcast is made by a group of 16 to 19 year olds. I mean, can you imagine trying to get a group of adults to turn a podcast around this quickly whilst working from home? As if. (laughs) With the news changing every single day, we wanted to share with you our stories of life in England as young people in lockdown. The schools have now been closed and everyone has been told to stay at home unless they're a key worker. That means for many of us, we're adapting to online lessons and spending a lot more time with our families. In this episode, we're going to be hearing from some members of the Youth Rising team around the country about how they found the first week of lockdown. And also Pubidika and Abby share their thoughts on schools closing and exams being cancelled. But before I get started, I just wanted to remind you that this podcast is happening all thanks to NCS, the summer programme for 16 to 17 year olds that helps to turn all those no you can't into no we can. Often when you're sitting in class at school or in college, all you can think about is being home watching Netflix, staying in your PJs and not waking up early to catch the bus. But when you're told you have to stay home and can't go out, it's a totally different story. Last week, the government announced that the UK was going into lockdown. This means staying at home, only leaving for food, exercise or if you're a key worker. Sophie and Callan have been keeping audio diaries about how this first week of lockdown has been for them and how they've been spending their time. Hi, my name is Sophie and I am an audio editor for the Youth Rising podcast. But today I'm going to be telling you about uh, my time in lockdown. So today is Tuesday, the 24th of March. Um, Today is a normal day for me. Normally I would be um, at work placement today. So it's a bit strange. So I actually tidied my room and it looks a lot nicer than it did. (laughs) Um, It's definitely been different. Um... And it's been really strange at home with everyone being here all the time. Um, So it's definitely a new environment for all of us and something we're going to have to all get used to. But hopefully um, it's going to be more positive as the days go on. So, yeah. Okay, so it's Tuesday the 24th of March and the first day of the official lockdown of the UK. So as I'm sure you guys will all be aware, uh, last night around five or six, I think it was, it was announced that the UK would be on lockdown. I found that video from Boris Johnson. I was actually very terrified last night because I was still at university. So I had no idea when I'd be able to come home and see my family. 
they said it'd be three weeks till they reevaluate the situation and maybe, you know, loosen some of the restrictions. But uh, chances are the situation wouldn't be that much better in three weeks and we'll still be on lockdown. So I didn't know how long it would be. So I'm just so glad that my parents came to get me straight away and um, brought me home. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I was thinking maybe they could have given us slightly more warning, but I guess in that sense, it would have been even more of a panic in the shops of people like emergency buying because we've had enough problems with that as it is like with toilet roll and soap like you just can't find them so i think any any more like panicking would have just made the situation a whole lot worse so i think in the end that was that was right but yeah it's just a really stressful time i think a lot of us in the uk are not used to dealing with these sorts of things like normally in the uk it's so stable and everything's sort of so calm so the fact that we're having a lockdown obviously it was inevitable um, is really stressful and uh, something obviously most of us would have never never dealt with or anything even similar, like especially in my lifetime. So um, it's just something that we're going to have to going to have to you know carry on and just hopefully you know, situations always seem worse when you're when you're first in them. So I'm sure in a few days I'll be a lot more positive. So yeah. Today is Friday the 27th of March. Today I have had two conference calls and a lesson. So that was really weird. <laughs> uh, and then I filmed three YouTube videos and I've also edited two of them and they're already set to go upload. So that's going to be really cool. So you can check those out on Sophie Spectrum. And it's definitely been a different and interesting experience for me being in lockdown. Uh, I'm so used to, not. I don't necessarily take advantage of being able to go outside, but being able to take out my dog as many times as I want. Um, I'd be able to just be free, even if I don't choose to go out. But knowing that I can't go out makes me want to go out more. But having all my conference calls online instead of seeing everybody in person is so strange. So I've had so many different events cancelled over the last few weeks and the few weeks coming um, because of it, because of all the travelling. But um, it's definitely been a new experience for me. Okay, so it's Friday and I think it's just hit me uh, about how this whole situation is really going to affect my uni work. Um because obviously we had a variety of in-class tests that we were supposed to do that obviously have had to be had to been cancelled now um, instead of being adapted to maybe just an online open book exam. Um, so they've completely gone and so there's even more pressure on the, the remaining um, elements that we still got to do, so like our coursework, etc. Just a lot of miscommunication. I think the university is saying one thing and then they're saying another thing. So I think it's a case of just we're all trying to work it out together and just being patient. Um, but it is it is another stress on top of the whole lockdown that we're on now. Um, it's it's very it's very different. I mean, obviously we're a lot of daily exercise and stuff, but it's just even leaving the house like there's obviously barely anyone out there, and it's just such an unusual concept. Like we've never seen anything like this before. Um, so yeah, hopefully things do start to improve and stuff obviously still very very early days but yeah it's just such an unusual situation for us so hopefully everything does get sorted as soon as possible thanks guys i'm sure lots of people are feeling the exact same we'll hear more from them a bit later in the episode but now we've got abraham who's been balancing school and work at Superdrug, which is of course still open as a pharmacy it's been a weird and crazy experience and a busy experience. When this whole lockdown thing started, I thought our store was going to close, but then we opened again and then we closed and then we opened again. So it's been a bit of a crazy experience. And working, it's been mad because some days we'll get so many customers coming in, but then some days we'll get no one coming. So some days we'll just be empty, some days we'll be packed. So it's just a weird experience and it's something new every day. You experience something new every day. There's different types of customers, customers that are rude. Like 
customers that come in and they're crying and they're panicking. So it's just a bit, it's, 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 it's a weird experience seeing all the way different ways people are reacting to this thing going on. And I've been doing that also. We've been at college, they've been setting us work. So I've been trying to balance doing the work with going to work as well. So it's just been a bit, it's just crazy is the word I would use to describe it because there's no other word I can use that would like fathom how weird it's been. It certainly has been a crazy, crazy week. We're all adjusting to a new way of life and it really, really helps to keep talking to friends as we can no longer meet them face to face. And if you want to share your stories with us, then please do get in touch. You can send your voice notes and personal audio diaries to youthrising at somethingelse.com. Note there's no G in something. (laughs) We think that it's really important though to give all young people a voice. So please, please share your experiences. The Youth Rising Podcast by NCS. The Youth Rising Podcast by NCS. You're listening to Youth Rising by NCS. Now, when the government said schools were closing and exams were cancelled, I can imagine lots of people were extremely ecstatic. But as the realisation that all that hard work was no longer directed towards a final exam or that leavers proms wouldn't be happening, I think a lot of that excitement stopped and I can imagine that lots of people felt actually quite lost. We're now going to hear from Abby in West Yorkshire and Pubidika in London about their feelings when schools closed and how not doing exams is going to affect their futures. When I found out that the schools were closing, I was with my mum and my dad. My initial reaction was, oh my God, I didn't think it would get to this point. And then I heard my mum say something to do with my brother's A-levels because they were exams. My brother's A-levels got cancelled. When they announced schools were closing, I was really excited, but at the same time I was so confused because they also announced A-levels were cancelled. And that meant that the the past two years that I've been working towards, my goal was kind of lost. So it was it was a bit difficult to come to terms with. I was like a little bit in shock because my course is very practical at college. So I'm like doing a lot of my coursework online and it's just it's really not the same to how it would be if college was still open but then I also realized that I had to say goodbye to all the teachers and my friends that I'd known since year seven and that was that was the most difficult part of it because I had I had to summon the words to say goodbye and and we didn't have enough time to come to terms with all of that and the biggest part of this was all the confusion. So everyone was kind of lost about what to do. I really didn't think that it would get to the point in which all the schools would be closing. Like, it's going to be kids at home. No one's going to be able to look after them. Like, all the NHS staff and stuff like that. I think a lot of people were really worried about that situation. So I didn't think that they were actually going to close the schools, but they did. I feel quite happy about the fact that I don't have exams, but I would also prefer to have proved myself through my exams because I worked really hard over the past few years and I know so many people who worked incredibly hard and they've made huge progress and that might not always be reflected in predicted grades. After most people found out about 
their forecast grades after the A-levels and GCSE exams were cancelled. I think that attitude really shifted. I think a lot of people were kind of okay with schools being cancelled, but then they started to panic just a little bit about their grades, like how they were going to get them and all the exams being cancelled. It was Everyone was a little bit unsure. The government have confirmed that they'll be giving us the required qualifications to pursue higher education. But I think the question a lot of people my age ask is whether our qualifications will be taken seriously. Because everyone knows it's the 2020 A-level students that didn't get their A-level grades. Personally, I don't quite like the idea of being given full cast grades because I would have preferred the chance to do my A-levels under normal circumstances and get a grade that reflects all the work done leading up to it because the biggest improvements are usually made in those last few months leading up to the exam. It doesn't affect me personally because I am in year 12, but my older brother is in year 13. He wants to go to uni next year, so he's all just a little bit unsure about whether his teachers will be able to give him the backup and support that he needs in order to get into the uni that he really wants to go to. So it's all just a little bit confusing at the moment. Given that I'm going into into hopefully study medicine, which is a really competitive course to get into, And besides that, you're responsible for the lives of others. You want to know you're qualified to help. You also want to do justice to all the work you've done leading up to the exams. And having a teacher predict it, it's very subjective and it's also confusing for the teachers. I think not completing the rest of the school year is going to be a big setback for a lot of people, especially those who are staying in the same course next year. And those who are on practical courses, because for me, I'm on a practical course and it's hard to learn practical skills over the internet, although there is resources for that. For my current situation, I work, I, my course is backstage technical theatre. And this year, we would be like assistants to the second year managers. And we don't get to do that because there's no shows because of the whole situation. So next year we'll be thrown straight into managerial jobs and we wouldn't have assisted or anything. So we're taking out a massive chunk of practically learning and f- figuring out how to sort it out like really, really quickly. So it's going to be a massive commitment to catch up practically. But I believe that we can do it. Having no exams makes me feel significantly less stressed. But the confusion about how things are going to work in the future affects everyone I know, regardless of the subject they're pursuing at university. Most people I know are rather sad about how quickly our time in sixth form came to an end. We aren't going to have the traditional prom or the Leavis assembly. It's strange because I don't think I've even had the time to process this because we started virtual school almost immediately following the school closures. So I've just been trying to keep up with the workload because it's kept me working towards a goal every day. I know that a lot of people are quite lost because their schools aren't doing work. So it depends on the school. I don't think people are enjoying the lockdown or enjoying the lockdown as much as they can because they're nervous about the whole situation. Like, it's out of their control now, but they just kind of have to live with it, and I don't think that's 100% fair. When lockdown was announced, I frankly felt like I was in this thriller movie because everything happened so abruptly. It was unreal. I went from being outside almost every day to being locked inside my house. When the lockdown was announced, I was in my room on um, just playing on my phone as I usually do. And my mum sent me a text. It just said lockdown. And I was like, oh my God, really? I was I was definitely in shock. I was definitely a bit taken back 
I'm on lockdown with my mum, dad and my brother, so it makes it easier because I have family and I have company if I need it. And we have our own spaces to be in, so it makes it easier um, when everything gets a bit too much. The way I talk to most of the people that I'm close to is in person. Like We just we don't really talk over Snapchat or FaceTime or anything. But now um, I'm at home with my mum, my dad, my brother and my sister. So I don't really have a choice but to talk to my friends through FaceTime. We're using an app called House Pie at the moment and we're pretty much talking constantly. Like there's always someone on if you ever want to talk to someone, which is really nice. For a lot of people, there is no longer an element of certainty about where they'll be in the next three months or so. As a result, people are quite lost, but I think we've all found our ways to get through the next few months. I have friends who have adopted learning a new language or learning to cook a new dish or even learning a couple of TikTok dances to keep their morale up. Thanks, Abby and Pubadika, for sharing your thoughts. So many adults say that their school days were some of the best days of their lives. And sometimes it's really easy to forget that school is a community for so many. So taking that away and missing out on these months is going to be really tough for lots of students across England. If you are worried or you're struggling with mental health during this lockdown, remember that it's really, really important to talk about it. Maybe to a friend or a parent, or if you don't feel like you can do that, head over to childline.org.uk, where there are loads of people you can talk to and advice on coping at this weird time. Just remember, you are not alone. We heard from Callan and Sophie at the top of the episode about their weeks. Now it's time to hear from them again as they enter their first weekend of lockdown. Usually, Saturdays for lying in, seeing friends, playing sports, among lots of other things. But not being able to leave home suddenly gives weekends a whole new meaning. Okay, so it's now Saturday and a very, very different weekend um, to what my usual weekend would be like, of course. So obviously we can't see our friends. So me and my friends have decided to download an app called House Party, which is basically an app where you can get a group of your friends together, video call and play games. It's already built into the app, like Heads Up and stuff like that. Um, And that should be really fun. But obviously it's just about making the best of the situation and trying to maintain connection with obviously the restrictions that have been put in place. But um, yeah, obviously the work is exactly the same. It's very easy to just treat this as a holiday almost because we're all indoors, you know, you don't for uni, like I don't have to go to my lectures, etc. Um, they're online, of course, but it's just that habit of just making sure you still wake up at a normal time, still go to bed early and stuff and maintain that routine and make sure you understand that it isn't a holiday, it isn't a jolly. We've still got a couple of months left for the end of the year now. Um, but yeah, obviously it's just still about sort of maintaining that connection with your friends as much as you can, um, through the situation. Um, obviously we've still only been one week. It's been one of the longest weeks of my life, but, um, here's to a brighter future. Hi guys, it's Sophie again. Today is, um, Saturday the 28th of March. Um, and today, um, was my first, but almost like proper day not proper day off, if you like knowing, but I've not had any lessons today and not not really like done anything productive, which sounds really bad. But if I like I'm just not feeling production, but my mum is a key worker, so the time we've had together has been very limited, even during lockdown, because my mum's been working a lot more and she'd be working different hours to normal. So whereas before you might have had like a morning together, we've not been having that anymore. But so I normally work Saturdays 
and she doesn't work Saturdays. Today was our first day off together. So it was really nice though. We got um, some different bits and pieces done together. We watched a film together. And we just all together had a bit really good chill out day. So yeah, stay safe. Thanks Sophie and Callan for sharing your weeks with us. Just before we go, we wanted to share with you some of our recommendations for the best things to watch on lockdown. Because what is all this extra time at home if not to discover something new? So each week we'll be bringing you our lockdown lowdown. And this week it's all about what to watch. So pens at the ready, here are our must streams. I would recommend Little Women. Encore on Disney Plus. Sherlock. I watched this as it was released on the BBC. Number one, The Society. Stranger Things. Now, I know almost everyone has seen it. It is the best thing that has ever existed, ever. The Divergent series. Ever. I think we all know by now, isolation is very boring. I mean, I've literally been bored out of my mind, even though I enjoyed isolating myself in my room when the government told me not to. One of the things I've been binge watching is The Simpsons, which is on Disney Plus. Cheer on Netflix. Number two would definitely have to be Inside Number Nine. But Lies Grace. Bojack Horseman. It's a cartoon about a talking horse. Then, lastly, I have The Bowl Type. It's one of my favourites. And then number three would have to be The Study Tube Project. Any, I mean any, Disney original movie or series. I guarantee you'll love it. Yeah, I hope you all keep yourselves entertained in isolation because God knows it's so boring. Thanks for listening to this episode of Youth Rising by NCS. Each week, we'll be bringing you stories of how the coronavirus pandemic is impacting young people across England, from changes in our day-to-day lives to exploring our new futures. Please share your stories with us. You can send your voice notes and personal audio diaries to youthrising@somethingelse.com. Note there's no G in something. We'll make sure we cover as many as we can. If you have signed up to NCS this summer or you're thinking of signing up and are worried about the impact of coronavirus, please go to wearencs.com forward slash coronavirus dash update. Join us next week as we continue to bring you our stories during the lockdown and we hold a Zoom group chat about what this means for our future. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Eleanor. See you next week. Youth Rising. Youth Rising. Rising. By NCS.